This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Morning Breath. A beautiful Thursday. Wow. 17th. We're halfway through September already. We are. It's a beautiful day. Uh, we're glad you've taken time out of your busy day to join us on Morning Breath. Speaking of uh, middle of September, we're getting ready to enter into six months of the nicest weather on the planet. No better place to be than Florida in December and January. That's, <laughs> that's the truth. You know what I mean? Anyway, yeah, Pastor David Gammon is here with me on Morning Breath. I'll let him talk in just a minute and tell you what we do. We take a chapter of the Bible. We read it. We read it. We read it. We spend about 15 minutes, 30 minutes studying the Word, looking at the Word, just having a morning devotion. And then we come down to the studios of the Merritt Island Campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about wherever God God leads us in the chapter in that moment. And uh, we is Pastor David Gammon and I today. God bless you guys. Good to have you. What's going on, Pastor David? I mean, we got a bunch. We got John 1 we're jumping into today. We have some new, really cool. New book. We do. We're starting a new book, the very first chapter of the Gospel of John. We got a bunch of stuff going on around the church. And you know what? Just to learn anything about the church culture that we have going, uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You'll be able to see uh, stuff that we have going on, content that we're putting out, the worship songs that we have, the uh, messages from the weekend. If you want to follow along with Morning Breath, go to our website, click on the, the tab that says Morning Breath. You'll be able to get the full itinerary of chapters we've gone into, chapters we're going into, a full schedule. You also can find that on our app. Our app is another great resource for your daily just pressing into God, resources for you to be able to stay in the Word, keep the Word in front of your eyes there uh, throughout your day-to-day life. You can also, though, if you don't have really, if you're not technologically based, call the church at 321 321- Four five two one zero six zero, and we'll take care of you. Yeah, we'll send you one in the mail. We'll use yep. that snail mail. Right. Or we can email you one if you have that ability. Also, I want to just remind you, you uh, as Pastor David said, you can watch our online services, be part of church online if you're not ready to come back to in-person services yet. But we are having in-person services. And also, you can see a podcast of Morning Breath. Uh, from the Monday shows with Pastor Matt and Jessica Stahlbaum. It's a it's a great podcast, and uh, you can get to see them, not only hear them, which is interesting with radio because you can have this idea of what people look like. I don't know if you've ever done that, where yes. you've only heard people, and then when you see them, wow, they look so much different than how they sounded. And anyway, so you can see how they look and hear, hear from them as well. Right. I think, let's see, how many verses do we have here today? We got a bunch. This, John 1 is, we got about 50. I have 51, 51 in mine. Yeah. here. I got NIV. Do you? You got NIV? Well, there's a, there's a break after 27, which is, gives me a little bit more reading, but it's an easy place to end. So uh, verse 29 kind of starts a new area. Do you see that? Yep. Yeah, so I'll read through 27. And let you take it up at, or no, I'll read through 28, it is actually. And uh, you can take it up at 29, and we'll go from there. Perfect. Well, then, Pastor Dan, I say to you, read, sir. Mine's New King James. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. 
there was a man sent from God whose name was John. This man came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness of him and cried out, saying, This was he whom I said, He who comes after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness we have all received, and grace for grace. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, who is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared him. Now this is a testimony of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you that we may give an answer to those who sent us? What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now those who were sent were from the Pharisees, and they asked him, saying, Why then do you baptize if you are not the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, saying, I baptize with water. But there stands one among you whom you do not know. It is he coming after me, is preferred before me, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to loose. These things were done in Bethbara, beyond the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one I meant when I said, A man who comes after me has surpassed me, because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but the reason I came baptizing with water was that he might be revealed to Israel. Then John gave this testimony. I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. I would not have known him except that that the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, The man on whom you see the Spirit come down and remain is he who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and I have testified that this is the Son of God. The next day, John was there again with the two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. And when he, the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning, turning around, Jesus saw them following and asked, What do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? says, come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying and spent that day with him. It was about the 10th hour. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, we have found the Messiah, that is the Christ. 
and he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, which translates to Peter. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, Follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth? Can anything good come from there? Nathanael asked. Come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, Here is a true Israelite in whom there is no false. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus answered, I saw you a while at I saw you while you were sleeping under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus said, You believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree? You shall see greater things than this, than that. He then added, I tell you the truth. You shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Amen. Wow, come and see. I love that line. Uh, the the skeptic, Nathaniel's skeptical. You know, you read uh, that last part about Nathaniel. He's he's skeptical. And uh, I love Philip just says, come and see. Check it out, man. And uh, you know what I've found in my life that whenever someone will honestly look, honestly see, honestly seek God, God will reveal himself to them. And that's exactly what Jesus did, that when he did come and see, or as Jesus said to other people, follow me. Only Jesus can say, follow me. The rest of us have to say, come and see. And uh, Jesus displayed who he was to Nathaniel. He did it in a personal way. And I've, I've talked to people sometimes, and I don't know if there might be someone out there listening today who doesn't know the Lord yet, or maybe you have a friend or a relative that doesn't know the Lord yet, to challenge them to pray something along the lines of, if God, if you're real, Jesus, if you're real, show yourself to me, help me to see it. You know, what happens then when you open up your heart and you give God room to work then he does begin to work in your life. And I can remember doing that in my life and sort of, you know, you know, if you're real out there, God, I really need your help. And seeing, begin to see signs that God was actually at work in my life. God was actually preserving my life. I was at a, I used to be a bill collector many, many years ago, and I was at a house collecting bills. Actually, we were just there to pick up a credit card for another store. We worked at one store. This was like another department store in, uh, like on the other side of the state. And they asked us to pick up this credit card, said the people were waiting to give it to us. When we got there, the guy opened the front door and uh, said, get out of here. And my boss kind of stopped the door when he went to slam it to hit him with it. And we heard a pump shotgun rack. And the son was upstairs pointing it downstairs right at the front door. And... Uh, I uh, I had a come to come to meet Jesus experience uh, right. in that moment because it was my boss stepped out of the way when he saw the shotgun and I was standing right there next to him. I was like, "What's going on?" Because I couldn't really see in the house till he got out of the way because he's a fairly good sized guy. When he got out of the way, I looked up there and I went, "Oh, guy's pointing a shotgun at me. That's awesome!" And it was just a moment where I thought, you know, I ran. Of course, God preserved my life and. 
I began to, at that point, ask some questions and say, you know, what's going on? And God began to show himself real to me after that and uh, began to, and it t- still took me, oh gosh, probably probably three more years before I, I began to really see, and then I prayed to receive Christ. But that three-year period, there was God began to reveal himself to me and began to show himself real in my life. And I just challenge anybody out there to pray. If you don't know the Lord, pray and say, God, if you're real, Jesus, if you are real, show yourself to me. And uh, if you have a friend out there that, you know, needs to know, don't be afraid to let God prove himself to somebody else. We're not called to do it all. Mm-hmm. We're called to bring people and help people to come and see. And uh, that's kind of like a thing that I call to invest in, invite. And I just love it. You know, we've we've talked about it before. I invited somebody to mezzanine a few nights ago or a few weeks ago, and he was at church, and he said, yeah, he went to mezzanine. He loved it, you know, and all that stuff. And all I'm doing is inviting them. Yep. Invest some time in them, invite them, and then let God do the rest because God's the one who does it anyway, right? I love it. I love it because it's, it's always like this stood out to me a long time ago, but it's it's something that's so good to refresh. Just John the Baptist, they kept trying to put him in a box. <laughs> They're like, hey, help us, help us, you know, compartmentalize you. And he's like, who are you? And I love that how he answers it with scripture. And he's like, you know, I'm the voice of the one calling in the desert, you know, make straight the way for the Lord. And really what he's saying is, I'm just here to point at Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to point to say, hey, here's Jesus. And honestly, like Pastor Ann's saying, that's that's still our job to this day. Yes. That's the, the, the come and see. Yep. The, hey, all I'm doing is pointing towards Jesus. That's that's all we really can do because it's I, I always am. I'm not amazed. My heart hurts when someone attacks God. Mm. It hurts for them. Yeah. But I don't any longer have the zeal to defend God, <laughs> you know, because uh, my translation is kind of weak. Uh, it says in John 5, the light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. Mm. Um, there's other translations that says the darkness cannot overcome it. Mm. And I like that picture better. It's like, you know, the world and people can say in their brokenness what they want about God. But God is God. He does yes. not need me defending him. Good word. You know, that I will defend the truth of the Bible and I will defend many things. But God is real and he will show up. And honestly, we see Saul who is full of hate and full of venom. And when God shows up to defend himself, it's actually full of love. Mm. And a radical transformation happens. And yeah. for somebody else. Right. You know, he's defending Christians. When yeah. God shows up, he's he's defending Christians. But he does take it personal. He says, why, why, why do you persecute me? You know, and that's like, who are you, Lord? You know, that I may... And so uh, Paul got, you know, Paul got his comeuppance. Is that it what is. they say? That's an old expression. But it it's, is. Uh, it's uh, he had a wake-up call from uh, getting knocked off his high horse. I love the, the line in Scripture, taste and see that the Lord is good. And uh, that's another great line. Song's been written about it and all that. It's kind of like watermelon. Or uh, I remember the first time I let somebody taste a lychee nut. Have you ever had lychee nuts? Yes. Actually, you <laughs> gave me one. Oh, did I? How about you there, Nick? I have not. You've never had lychee nuts? No. Oh, you... Wait. Uh, those are those red things you peel oh. that are white inside? Oh, I pronounce them lychee. Oh, well, that's your problem. <laughs> you know, he, What do you like? He's he's holding his nose up right now, and he's looking a little snobbish. His pinkies up. He says he tomato. <laughs> I say tomato. Yeah. <laughs> potato, potato. Lychee? 
lychee. Yeah, lychee. Lychee nuts. Anyway, or lychee fruit or I whatever think you call the, the, the nut Lychee. That threw me off. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So thanks for pointing out where I was wrong. Uh, but yeah, anyway, yeah. moving right along. Oh, taste and see that Nick is good. I'm going to slap him after the, after the program. But, yeah, it's like the first time that's like that's kind of a weird-looking thing. It's kind of soft and but firm, but, you know, it's like and kind of clear but not clear. And it looks a little weird. Yeah. But when people eat them, they're like, oh, my gosh, these are good. These are really good. And so— I think Jesus is way more than that. A lot of people have a lot of weird thoughts and a lot, you know, like, oh, it's different or, you know, I don't know if I want to be a Christian. You know, they don't have any fun and all that stuff. And wait a minute, just taste and see that the Lord is good. Give God a chance in your life. And uh, he's better than watermelon or, or lychee fruit or lychee fruit or anything out there. He's uh, he's better than, sweeter than. And so uh, it's pretty cool that way to give God a chance Yeah, to prove himself real, to prove himself alive to people rather than us try to prove it or defend it. He really is uh, able. Which, yeah, which in itself is, is flooring to me. And if you're listening, uh, hear me on this. That that we should give God a chance to prove Himself, just so that we can taste and see that He is good, um, is like such a picture of how good God is. Because in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. Like He, we should be throwing ourselves at His feet, mm. but at His extreme grace, He literally will play to our depravity. Mm-hmm. So that we can have a moment to comprehend his royalty. And it's like he 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 made all of this. He he's the one like all of existence. If you could just feel your hands right now, they're made by him and for him, for his glory. And it's we can't ever forget that that not only can the darkness not overcome it, but he's outside of time. He's outside of space. If 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 you are looking at life and you're like, man, this God thing, um, I, I might try this God thing. Well, he's not like just some book you can go read that'll make you a better leader or a better cook or a better whatever. But instead, he's the author of all existence. Like he's the creator of everything. And I also want to speak to anybody too that needs a miracle today. Mm, and your on. brain is spinning on how it can happen. And you're, you're, you're there like, I don't know how this will work. I don't know how this can come about. Like we serve a God that parts seas, that slays giants, that makes axe heads float in water, that heals the sick, that he was so God. God was so God. You might you might have just taken a mask off. You might be driving right now and on your rearview mirror, a mask is hanging around the rearview mirror. Our Jesus walked straight up to lepers and and talked to them face to face with no fear. That is the all-encompassing, miracle-working, outside-of-time-and-space God that is inviting you to allow him into your story. Oh, that's good. You know, the other thing I thought about today, you know, our, what is our part then? How can, we, uh, how can we kind of fit in if God's going to prove himself who he is? What, what's our job? Well, I think our job may be somewhat similar to John the Baptist. Here he says, one, uh, the voice of one crying in the wilderness makes straight the way of the Lord. Um, one of the things we can do as believers is take the obstacles out of the way. Well, you know, we, we're pretty good at, as believers across the board, I'm not picking on anyone in particular or any church in particular, 
but we can be judgmental and, you know, fuss and fight among ourselves and have a lot of uh, personal weakness and issues going on in our lives. And all of those things become obstacles to people who are looking at our lives to see if they can find Christ. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, God doesn't need my perfection to prove himself alive to someone, but my, uh, me being a jerk or, you know, treating people unkindly or not being a, you know, a caring person or, you know, getting arrested, thrown in jail, whatever it is out there at times can become obstacles to people because uh, they're looking for Jesus. And, and if you've proclaim Jesus uh, with your life and then you're out there doing stupid things or being cruel or any of those things, man, you're putting an obstacle up in front of people. And I just want to encourage you out there. I know that's not easy to change. And if something's going on in your life where you need help, get with somebody, talk to a friend, uh, you know, go to your past or something and, and get that stuff out and, and, you know, confess your sins one to another that you may be healed, which is a scriptural, you know, uh, uh, approach to problems in our lives is not hide them or keep them in the dark, but bring them to the light. But we can be a part of making the way straight, Lord. Make it easy for people come on. to uh, know and come to uh, come to church with you, or to receive an invite to pray. You know, if they if they run into a problem, can I pray for you? You know, I've been refused very few times when asked when you ask somebody at the right time, can I pray for you? Come on. I've been refused very few times in my life, and I've been a Christian for forty years now. And uh, very few times, you can count them on one hand, where somebody said to me, no, I don't, I don't want you to pray. Uh, most of the time, people will still allow you to pray, even in the world we live in today. I love that, and that's, I, I, I'm with you 100% on that. Hey, come to church with me. Uh, let me check my schedule. Hey, can I pray for you? Boom. Mm. I actually opened several doors. It's so powerful. Yep. I love, I love Jesus. I hope so. I'm on the show. Yeah, um, <laughs> that the, helps. The next day, <clears throat> Jesus decided to leave for Galilee, finding Philip. He said to him, follow me. Mm. So this scripture jumps out to me because um, he just left John the Baptist. By all marketing, by all crowd building, by all church planting, wouldn't you recruit the guy that already has a big following? <laughs> Not the knucklehead Israelite and yeah. his buddies and, yeah. and the, the soon-to-be bankrupt fisherman and Come this on. and that. I don't know if Peter's about to be bankrupt making that. No, he makes he picks the the least likely guys That's to right. go with him. He could have picked the popular radical, you know, guy over there, but he didn't. He says, Hey, follow me. And this was huge to get this offer from a rabbi. Um and it, Yeah, it was a big deal. Super big deal, and at an unexpected time in life as well. These men were were not super old, but past the age that they could like maybe really be following a, a rabbi on that level. So it was it was a a big thing. And I want to encourage you today that don't look at your age, whether it's old or young, whether uh, you you have money or don't have money. Don't put your parameters on whether or not God can use you. Only use only look at your obedience. You know, don't say, well, God can't use me. I'm too young or I'm too old. Mm. Say, am I willing to let God use me? Because really the only deciding factor is are, are you willing to obey what he asks you to do? 
He'll use anybody that's available because it's not actually about us. It's about him. And it's not our strength. It's his strength. Mm-hmm. So if you are willing, then you'll be used. He's just saying, are you willing to follow him? Absolutely. And when you do follow him, the Bible says you'll see greater things than these, which is a, which is incredibly exciting. Our God is still a God of miracles, as Pastor David said earlier. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute to close out the program. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Hey everyone, this is Chris Johnson, and I wanted to share some exciting news with our Morning Breath family. My friend, Mike Green, and I had the honor of writing and producing our first EP called Moments Matter. Mike, a local business owner and Morning Breath supporter, along with myself, have been a part of East Coast Christian Center and Morning Breath together for almost two decades. And so we wanted to let you in on a preview of the music and to let you know that Moments Matter, our first single from the EP, is out now. You can buy, stream, or share it now on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere music is sold, or check out willingheartmusic.com. We pray these songs will inspire you to make the most of every moment God gives you. For 30 years, Cabern Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabern Air will take care of it. 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or visit them online at cabern.com. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living Facility, located in the Rockledge Vieira area. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Please visit us today by going online at pineapplegarden.com or call 321-405-CARE. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Breath. Verse 19 of uh, John 1 says, Now this is a testimony of John. And it is kind of the testimony of John on two levels because we're reading the Gospel of John, and we've got this guy John from the Bible times telling us about Jesus and the whole Jesus story. But we've also got John the Baptist, his testimony of who Jesus is. And we're all going to get that opportunity. Those of us who know the Lord and love the Lord, we all get this opportunity to share who Jesus is. We get to do it with our lives. We get to do it with our words. We get to do it, of course, with our actions and so many other things, maybe acts of kindness, whatever you can think of in your life. I'm here today to say invest 
in sharing Jesus with others. Invest in making God real to other people's lives. And then someday, somebody's going to say, well, this was the testimony of David, or this was the testimony of Nick, and this is, this is why they were alive. This is why they loved their family so deeply. This is why they, you know, raised their children so, uh, so well. This is why they worked hard. This is why they, they gave their all. Uh, and, and you can do that in any avenue or walk of life. It doesn't matter who you are or what you do. Do all that you do for the glory of God. That's what scripture tells us. God bless you guys. It's been a great day with you. Uh, see you tomorrow. John chapter two. See you, Pastor David. See you, Pastor David. See, see you, guys. Nick. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day. 